This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter, even though I may not sound like it tonight. We are live from the Beach View Studio, Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to celebrate the world of professional wrestling here. Uh, we have a hell of a crew with us tonight. Uh, first of us, uh, first of all, on the line from Monroeville, PA, is The Riz. And just so you know, I am dressed as the Broken Brawler. Is that what you're doing? Is is it like all torn up underneath? You'll never know. I'll never know. You just kind of leave that to imagination. Mm -hmm. He's the Brooklyn brawler with no pants. Because that's what that's what the that's what this that's what the Halloween is. It's it's your imagination, sword. Your imagination and no pants. Anything you want. (laughs) And also, happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day. Let me make sure this turned up. There we are. And also, there he is. There he is. He is from Poughkeepsie, New York. He is Mad Mike. Poughkeepsie, New York, by the way of Andy's Playroom. Oh, geez. Howdy. Howdy, everyone. Oh, geez. Straight out. Howdy, howdy. Straight out of work. I've seen your pictures. I had a little preview of what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who who are friends with me personally on Facebook, you've already seen this. I apologize. You've probably seen it a bit too much. Mm -hmm. But for those of you who haven't, you're my favorite deputy. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, thank you for joining us here, Mad Mike. And, of course, we got plenty of people in the studio as well. First of all, Larry Mysterio Jr. is with us tonight. Hola. Hola. <laughs> how much, how much Spanish do you actually know? That's about it. How much Spanish do you learn in, <laughs> that, in Michigan? That's about it. No, that's unless, it? Unless they're playing something out of a Taco Bell commercial. Oh, geez. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Larry. That's all I got. And me. also <laughs> with us... Dressed as a normal person today is the professional wrestler, the Reaper, Matt Connor, joining us. So, if I could just say before we get off topic, you kind of sound like Casey Kasem if his balls ever dropped. Oh. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God, Sorg, mm-hmm. can you just count down things? Countdown. <laughs> Number 15 in the top countdown. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Sorg, Sorg. You should immediately record a tape and send it to WWE to host their Music Power 15. No, 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 that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's not going to last. It's, it's, well, I hope this doesn't last. It, it if doesn't I'm stuck matter. like this, they're going to have some problems. It doesn't matter. Sorg, it's, 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 a, it's an official radio voice. It's an official radio voice? It's a, it's a, it's a, my, my throat is jacked up voice. I can't. I can't wait to hear you throw out the number to call us because it's going to sound like an actual. Commercial. Well, let's see how that goes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play Podcast. You can also check out the video versions on the YouTube and the Facebook page for Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can drop us a line at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or four one two two zero six WMS zero. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> it's, 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 I'm actually going to call it now. I'm actually you're gonna actually going to call it. You get us on Twitter at Mayhem Show. You can follow our Facebook group for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, where there's a lot of great discussion going on over there. And you can join us live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Shortcut live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com. But we are streaming on our YouTube page, our Facebook page for Wrestling Mayhem Show, as well as Sorgatron Media on Twitch TV and the Mayhem Show periscope page but most of that chat room is happening over on the facebook page so we hope you can join the big conversation right there um i just moved my page so i don't know what's next because i only have it on my phone hey i want to give a shout out no never mind it's the end of the month hey you got a few hours if you're hitting <laughs> us up left yeah you have a few hours if you're hitting us up live occupy pro wrestling.com every uh all proceeds are going to go to uh from from the occupy pro wrestling store some great t-shirts over to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Um, or if you get it after this, just tell him you want to donate it anyway. So or I'm sure he'll oblige. Uh, but anyways, and um, also uh, supporting our friends. Uh, thank you, everybody that supports us on the Patreon. Uh, you guys are literally helping us uh, 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 keep the lights on and in funny hats and sometimes cough medicine for me so I can get through this show. Uh, first of all, thanks to our friends that at the dollar fan of the show level, including... Oh, shit. Bo, <laughs> Bo, Woo! Oh, I forgot about that part. Oh, that was okay. Um, Ed Burke and Bobby of J Town, and our friends at the five dollar Pocky Club level. Those guys get Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold, where Mike first discovered my interesting voice for tonight, and we asked mm-hmm. Matt Connor well, what he does for Halloween. Um, it's not like for- Todd Grisham. Todd Grisham. Oh, yeah. come on. Oh, nice. come on. No, no, I like Todd Grisham. Okay. No, I, that's a compliment. Thank you. Uh, thank you to our friends at Pocky Club, uh, Occupy Pro Wrestling, Tina Keys, and Christopher Bishop. And at the $10 Pizza Club level, he gets a uh, state of the show, which I should probably record while I'm still in this voice, huh? Bobby F. and Johnson. Uh, thank you, everybody. And also, we do we also have the $20 manager level. Uh, where you can get special listing on the show notes as well as receive a special digital download monthly from our partner, IndieWrestling.us. Oh, I think I made and it through you, it, guys. And if you, if you prefer, we will call you by whatever wrestling manager nickname you prefer. Yeah, yeah. So you, if, you've, if you've always wanted to be known as the Mouth of the South, we can do that for you. I feel like that has a different connotation these days. Okay. Exactly. Um, then no, no. I, feel, no, I mean, no. if it, like if you're just like, I feel like if you wore a mouth of the how about, south. How about, how about the doctor of desire? Okay, mm-hmm. that makes a little more. I guess. How about like Mike? If you're you're at that level, you can be the first lady of professional wrestling. Yes, I like it. Okay, good. I like it, and even if you're a dude, because 2017 gender is fluid, y'all. <laughs> However, you self-identify. <laughs> Right. It's all good. Anyways, moving on quickly from that topic. Uh, so, uh, you know, thank hey, you for the 405 Media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks to our streaming partners, the 405media.com, who for some reason carry this show uh, and, and, and stream us uh, seven days a week Especially at 9 p.m. Pacific time. It's uh, for all those hot political takes like that. Midnight Eastern, hot political takes like Hashtag that. PMS. Oh, geez. Um, so I, I, I wanted to talk some Halloween stuff here, uh, briefly because, um, since I was kind of bedridden for a little today, if you can't tell, uh, I caught up on a little bit of Halloween Havoc. That's the wrong shot. What the hell? Um, and, and including the Chamber of Horrors match. Mm-hmm. Have you Why got did... sword? No wonder no, I... you're not feeling better. Why I... did you do that? 
it was fantastically horrible. It was like it was like every like 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 ten man tag that breaks down I've ever seen on the indies. It was it was pretty pretty great. Um, That's a pretty apt description of it. Is it? Yeah, I mean it, it does. It, it, it and even even like the uh, the lever that they always make fun of. It it was like in the lower position like early in the match. Oh yeah. Oh no, that thing mm-hmm. didn't stay up the entire match. No, no, it was pretty horrible. Um, also, the ring caught on fire. Yes, of course it did. So, well, I mean, it's WCW. It's not like they protected people. I, I feel like I feel like I don't think anybody leaned into Halloween as much as WCW did, right? Definitely. I mean, they were just like that. There was the Hall. I, I watched that the the, <clears throat> the 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 Halloween Phantom, which apparently I, I did some reading afterwards, and it turned out to be Rick Rude, um, which I've never. They had a, they had a wrestler who was a mummy sword. There was a oh, wait wait. Was he a mummy? The or was the Yeti? The Yeti? The Yeti. Yeah. So uh, who guys, then? Who guys, then they had next Chucky month? and Robocop. Well, they did have Robocop too. That wasn't even and a Halloween Chucky. thing. Robocop. Chucky. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Um. So I, I, you know, kind of going into it, just like, kind of like, what are your favorite kind of like Halloween moments of wrestling over the years? Like, I, we had, uh, I mean, even just this this week, we had uh, probably the best. And Missy gets the call for this about somebody coming out dresses their southern, uh, uh, their uh, southern um, southpaw. southpaw wrestling, southpaw, southpaw regional wrestling, southpaw regional wrestling characters with Chad Too Bad and uh, the other guy, Tex Ferguson. Tex, Tex Ferguson, Ferguson. Thank you. Ferguson. Last night, um, it feels like they were more uh, Halloweeny on on Raw than they were tonight on SmackDown. Well, yeah, it's because they booked a two out of three falls match and they booked a uh, an Orton versus. Um, uh, Owens match or Nakamura versus Owens match. Mm-hmm. No, so I mean, and uh, if you're, for everybody, two or five lives going on right now, and there's a four way match with all of the pumpkins. What? what? Oh, good, good. Like, okay, pumpkins are in the ring. What do you mean, all the is, pumpkins? Is Lince Dorado a part of it, and is he dressed as a black cat? Uh, no. Fuck. But uh, Grand Metal, <sighs> Grand Metal League is in it. Uh, I'm never gonna get Kitty Cat Man match. No, you're never gonna get that again. <laughs> never gonna get it again. How and it's freaky because all the pumpkins are turned towards the hard cam, and they're oh. all just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the chick gets completely freaked out by the pumpkins. Well, Larry, aren't you, why aren't you keeping us updated on this? Uh, I forgot my headphones. Oh, okay. And my peripheral vision is garbage right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know how he yeah, so he's wearing thing. if you couldn't tell where he's wearing a Rey Mysterio mask I, I think it's a child's uh, Rey Mysterio mask actually uh, but uh, you're you're the first thing he says is how does he wrestle this well I, I mean I, no, you I, have I, to you have to remember the, the mask that he wears isn't plastic not always yeah well, I mean imagine it's the eye not holes aren't much it, bigger though and it actually wraps around his head maybe I don't know. Uh, not always. Like it's he still has that kind of opening thing, kind of going on these days, doesn't he? That's true. But um, I mean, now he's now he's trapped in a cage, possibly for all time. So we may never see him again. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Um, when he's spoilers. What <laughs> if you haven't caught up to the end of Lucha Underground? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he's just stuck in a cage. Despite all his rage, he's still a ray in a cage. Oh no! Oh <laughs> so, no! Uh, so uh, Brian Cage ate him? Uh, no, not that cage. An actual cage. Oh, oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad because like anytime he's at an indie show now, there's probably people yelling, How'd you get out of that cage? That would be the first thing I'd ask them. Yeah. Yeah. Like like was was there a poster of Stacy Keebler that you dug out using a uh pickaxe? What? That's that's a Shawshank Redemption reference, fellas. Wrestling. Well, see you there, fussy britches. Wrestling sword. Wrestling. Oh, geez. Yes. Back to Halloween and wrestling sword. Yes. Yes. Uh, Tina, Tina's chiming in from the chat room. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Now, okay. I watched, I never watched this Halloween Havoc until today. <laughs> and I watched the, uh, the Cactus Jack Invader. Was the entire Halloween Havoc spin the wheel? Um, yeah, I believe so. Wow. So it was basically like the entire thing was like, what it we was did. raw roulette. Yeah, it was raw roulette. Yeah, like what we do when every time Raw goes to Vegas now. Yeah, was the entire raw. show. And every or time what we used to do. Every I time we, I wish they bring that back. Every time I referenced it, I kept kept wanting to call it a Dial of Doom, like uh, <laughs> like in Lucha Underground. So, uh, Matt, what's what's uh what's kind of some throwback uh, Halloween favorites that you've had over the years? Uh, they're so awful. Um, <laughs> well, I, they didn't say great ones. <laughs> one that pops to mind immediately is. Um, Eric Bischoff coming on to Stephanie dresses her father. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> then the making out immediately afterwards. That's the a most favorite? uncomfortable thing. Yeah, because it's memorable and it's okay. awful. Um, and the same year on SmackDown, that was the year that Cena dressed up as Vanilla Ice and rapped, which mm-hmm. initially started his his uh, ascension. It, it saved his entire career and altered the entire course of professional wrestling. Yeah. Who would have yeah. thought being what, Vanilla Ice helped What would he said? Hey, Vanilla Ice is playing tonight in Detroit, baby. Is he really? <laughs> he is. He is. I got it. Let me show you the well, the ICP thing they're doing today. Oh, God. It it's, uh, looks like they just rented a warehouse, and they're doing like a mini gathering there. It's crazy. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Although I think there is wrestling there. But uh, I have to get a report because I think a friend went. Um, but anyways, I had a point after this. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere. Oh, not just a lot of debate over the, uh, the the spin the wheel. Uh, they said only a main event matches. Uh, BC Steel chimes in. Don't listen to him. Oh, he believes the only the main event was the spin the wheel, make the deal. I, I think that was on. Uh, I only remember I Sting versus Jake Roberts in a coal miners glove match. Also, oh. 1,000 points for the Shawshank Redemption Wrestling Crossover. Bravo, sir. Thank you. Someone appreciates me. Thank you. Yes, BC but it's BC Steel, Steel, so it doesn't matter. Oh, well, right. BC Steel. I'll, I'll take BC it where Steel. I can get it. I am dressed like a giant freaking cowboy. He is. So. He is a giant wooden cowboy. Fair enough. Hey, uh, hey, he's fabric, Sorg. All right. <laughs> Just because his name's Woody doesn't mean he's a wooden cowboy. I thought he was wooden. He's, he's all family. He's, he's only he's only Woodward accounts, Sorg. Hi yo. Oh, that's enough. Wait, 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 what's going on? Oh, I need to turn you back up. There you are. JD Jones in the chat room is also talking about Halloween at the Hardy's compound. It was cool last year. Yeah, was that when it was the entire Halloween or, or like the entire yeah. show or something? Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah that was the whole thing because that, that's where they had like um, <coughs> Vanguard One with the holographic head and Jesus. and uh, God, just that was that was. I would watch that again. I wouldn't watch anything else. I made my I made myself sad today for so many reasons because I'm watching the Chamber of Horrors match, and it reminded me of the match the Sting had with Abyss once, where there was like a casket that lowered from the ceiling, and there were like candelabras oh. on each of the posts. 
Oh yeah. But then I realized okay. I couldn't bring it up on the network. Like I feel uh, fun story. You know who is in that? Hmm. Mil Mortes. Oh right, because he was somebody else then. I, yeah, he was somebody think it else. Was Judas. Judas Messiah. Messiah? Yeah. Messiah. Okay, yeah. so he's the one he took on, not Abyss in that, right? I. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. Man, he has so many gimmick matches. You know that Chamber of Horrors match really just is the cornerstone for moments when people got away with murder and wrestling. Yeah. Like, nobody questioned the fact that Abdullah the Butcher is just getting electrocuted to death in front of us. But he got up. Yeah. Kind of zombified. He survived. he, He got up. You know, they, okay. they didn't call it an electric chair. They just call it a a, a torture chair. Oh, never, that sounds better. Ne- <laughs> yeah, you know, never mind that, like, there was fireworks and the and the mat caught on fire. No. Uh, <laughs> and also, this was the first match of the night. <laughs> they opened with this match. I forgot that was the first match of the night. Like, they were talking about this, and I'm just like, "How? wait, did they just say that's the first match? Because I'm watching, like, whatever milestone thing is popping up on the on the search. So it's, you know, clipped out by itself. And, yeah, it's completely, like, we caught the ring of, on fire in the first match. Beat that. Also, the crowd was freaking into it. I want to oh, point sure. out, we all shit on that. Like, like WWE Network shits on that every time they talk about it. Um, but the crowd was down with that idea. Sorg, Sorg, I hate to tell you. It was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the finish was putting uh, Abdullah in electric chair. I get, okay, we're going to yep. move on from yep. this then. Yeah, let, all right, yeah, so yeah. back to John Cena yeah. being funny, you guys. Oh, yeah, it was actually called out in the chat room. Uh, Marcus, man, uh, uh, lets us know that uh, uh, Matt here actually did wrestle a match with a pumpkin on his head one time. I did. How did that Excellent. happen? It was a Four Corners of Hell match at PWX against Gory, and he put a pumpkin on my head and proceeded to smash it in with a chair. Oh, geez. Now, at least you weren't like jumping onto a table like we saw last night with a pumpkin on your head. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Just my one of my good friends trying to concuss me with a pumpkin on my head. Are you now afraid of pumpkins? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, any other any other Halloween moments you guys uh, recall? Um. Well, I was gonna say the the John Cena thing. Uh, um. But just. Uh, I don't have a specific Halloween reference, mm. but like guys that kind of embodied Halloween, like I just love Hollow Wicked. Like yeah. he he was one well, he was my first favorite guy when I saw Chikara. Mm-hmm. But just uh, like, um, but we have we have to talk about when Cesaro got pumpkined. I think it was last year or two years ago. I think it was a graphic for tonight's show. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was from uh, 2014. Okay. So, so it was a couple of years ago. It was Ambrose versus Cesaro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that was just that was fun. I mean, I don't know the the Halloween's a weird animal because it seems like half of wrestling can be considered Halloween. Like we're kind of doing it the rest of the year with a lot of these characters, like with our Bray Wyatt's and our Undertakers and our Reaper Mackinards. Yeah, because I because I keep picturing like, oh, surely the boogeyman had a great Halloween moment, and nope, he was just the boogeyman all the time. You just you just like, well, 
you know, boogeyman's going to boogie. Um, I had nothing to go from that. <laughs> <laughs> I realized how bad that went. Uh, but like, I don't even think that, like the big buried alive matches or anything like that happened around Halloween. Mostly Survivor Series. Well, that's more Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was that just McMahon and Taker. Is that the only um, one of Survivor Series? Am I mistaken? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, so I think that's. I think that's where the dead man, the American badass, went away, and right. the dead man came back. Right. Mm. Okay. Uh, Tina's pointing out that there's a pretty cool casket match between Judas Messias and Vampiro at a promotion in Puerto Rico. I'll have to look that one up too. Hmm. So, hey, if you if you find a link to a YouTube or something, please drop that in the uh, uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group there, Tina. So, um, well, other than that, uh, there was uh, uh, some pretty big news. I know a lot of people were pretty sad to hear this week of the uh, uh, letting go of Emma, but she wasn't alone. Uh, and I know a name that that you brought up a lot here, Mad Mike, where you or or when we're talking about um, you know, especially Raws and things like that. Uh, Summer Ray also was officially let go. This is very sad for me, Sorg. This is. It this was is like very... your, it's like your two favorite ladies. Why is that sad for you? I love Summer Ray. Summer Ray was one of the most undervalued employees they have in WWE. In my opinion, like is she was she the greatest wrestler? No, but are half the people on the roster the greatest wrestlers? No. Like Summer Rae, everything Summer Rae was given, she made work. Mm-hmm. Like she was with Fandango, she was with Tyler Breeze, she was uh, with the BFFs in NXT. Like she's been all over the place, and they never gave her anything really good to stand out on her own, and it's it's really a shame. Like the fact, just the fact that she didn't even get like one last match just to, you know, remind bookers that hey, I'm gonna be fired soon, but you can book me. Yeah, versus like Emma, yeah. Emma, who was just involved with uh, with Asuka and, and a title match and everything like that too, right? They were saying they were saying Emma was at the uh, the Clippers game the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, promoting the show. Well, there's a, there's also season. a rumor going around that. Um, the reason Emma got let go was because of Nia Jax. Like that, uh, like the personal issues that supposedly she left a few weeks ago. That's what I. That's what I heard. And I'm like, if we got rid of Emma just to satiate Nia Jax, mm. that's a bad trade in my opinion. Well, I do want to point out that the chat room is actually jumping on with this. Uh, Darren Young was also part of the group to be released, mm-hmm. and Alex Miller is actually chiming. They in. never gave Darren Young a chance. As he, soon as he came out, they just they just tanked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Alex Miller is also pointing out that he hopes Emma goes to Lucha Underground, Darren Young to join Bullet Club, and Summer Rae to go to the Indies. I don't think the Darren Young Bullet Club thing is going to happen. No, that that seems a little outside. That's not. I want to see Darren Young and Pit in uh, Pimpinella Escalada in. Uh, I would. I, I could totally see Darren going to New Japan and taking the route of like Juice Robinson and oh, making a name yeah. for himself. But yeah, I don't think Bullet Club is a. Uh, no, destined for him. Bullet Club is like guys that you know, like like Cody Rose is a perfect fit for them. Mm-hmm. Guys that that are like, hey, I walked away and now I'm making my own shit right now. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So now there, and, and if anybody's, if you haven't seen a Juice Robinson, he's going by Juice Robinson now, right? Yeah. Uh, in New Japan, and he's even did a match <clears throat> I know a little bit ago on ROH TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a you wouldn't even 
no, that's the same guy. His match with uh, Kenny Omega in the G1 recently was very good. Mm. Very good. Yeah, I think the closest thing they ever got to that in WWE was his uh, final match in NXT, the one with Kevin Owens. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that was I mean that was a big Kevin Owens moment and everything. So, um, Well, he was honestly a big part of the reason I think Kevin Owens got over because he accidentally broke Owens' nose. Mm-hmm. Helped. Helped. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because right after that, I remember watching Wrestle Kingdom, and it was just like, well, that looks like, you know, Whatever the hell he Parker. was, CJ Parker, Parker there at yeah. ringside. He was a young boy on, on the crew. Right. And then next year, I just see him just a tremendous match yeah. with I think mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes at the time too. So, you know, so oh, we got a we got a guest out here saying hi. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, oh no, what's he doing? He's asking us questions. <laughs> She's trick or treating. It's trick or treat. We got no candy. We got no candy, buddy. No, we don't got no candy. I got no candy Sorg, for Why don't you have candy? You want a candy. The kids candy. took it all. Sorg, your light is on. You need to have candy. That is Those true. We rules. did leave the light on. Also, it, it's also t- uh, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, so Trigger Treat ended about three and a half hours ago. Hey, also, you know what? That was a lady, Maybe Sorg. some kids lived the nightlife, Sorg. What's that? That was a lady. Was that a lady? Yeah. I can't tell through the window. I can't tell from this yeah. angle. Um, but anyways. I think it's really important. Not to skip over what Emma meant to the uprising and eventual <clears throat> decline, but the initial start of this women's revolution. Mm-hmm. All the stuff her and Paige were doing down in NXT was were really the starting point of all this. And for whatever reason, even when they got moved up, she got pushed to the back even when Paige kept going. So I don't. I thought they really had something when they turned her, when she became a heel. She had the gloves and the f- friendship with Dana Brooke or whatever. She had a cool style. She was doing yeah. great when she went back to NXT. Right. Like, right. Summer Rae was part of that, too, because she was with the BFFs with Sasha and Charlotte. Right, right. Um, JD. Like, I, I saw one of the first things I saw of NXT was Sasha and Charlotte coming down to the ring with a cardboard cutout head of Summer Rae because she had been bumped up to Raw. And I'm like, that's amazing. Uh, JD's talking about Summer Rae, how she got forgotten in this women's revolution. Uh, last time she was relevant was when she was a pseudo pseudo Lana. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think I think she was kind of before the revolution. I mean, she kind of fit the former divas mold, didn't she? Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. That's the comment that I was going to make. Is I don't see that she's done anything really revolutionary um and to be honest i just assumed that she'd been let go a while ago because she was irrelevant as far as i could see um that was that was kind of my thought with it so okay i'm glad i'm not the only one who thought that no because i mean she was apparently injured but still yeah she had been around for a while like i said mike's been like saying hey bring him bring back summer to do this or that on raw yeah for for a good while now so like she's been on that part of the radar well, here's here's the other problem that I'm seeing. Um, like, I'm glad that they're doing a lot more with the women, but there are only so many spaces on each of the rosters. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to give airtime to? Right. And in comparison... They got so many good girls right now. Yeah, and, and I think it's kind of a problem that you have so many people. How do you book it? How do you book it so that you know, the storylines and everything are, are coming together well. Mm-hmm. And if you have somebody who's been out like this for so long with injury or whatever, 
how do you bring them back in to be relevant? And I could see it being a legit issue. Um, so, Mike, mm-hmm. I know something really cool is coming close to home for you. You said you might be participating in soon. Oh, yeah. So explain to everybody what's going on in New York City for the, uh, what is this, 25 years of Raw? 25 years of Raw. Um, as far as I've been able to gather, it looks like there's going to be two different shows. Mm-hmm. One from the Manhattan Center and one in uh, Brooklyn and Barclays. I don't know what I'm going to go to. I'm going to try. I'll probably end up going to the Barclays Center just because that'll probably be easier and cheaper. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I'm very excited. So there's two different very, episodes very of Raw being filmed? I or? think what they're going to do is do like ha- probably part of Raw from the one location apart from the other. I don't know if they so would... they're going to WrestleMania to it. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Okay. Well, like, but you know what they need to do? And if they don't do this, they're 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 missing a great opportunity. Set your expectations, Mike. Um they need to have a subway fight. A like subway. in a restaurant? No, no, on the subway. Oh, okay. Not not on the subway. Not they oh, need not they need to not in a subway restaurant in the they subway. They need to have yeah. one match spill out of the Manhattan Center. Oh, go no. down into Penn Station. Oh no! Onto the A train, all the way to and, Brooklyn, and, and, and when, no, 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 no. The when they get into the A train, there's also Matt Bloom sitting there. Yes, yes, ah. and he's just sitting down, yes. and he yes. and, and you don't make a reference to it. No, no, he's just sitting down in no, front no, no, of the no. hardcore he's people. Sitting, he's sitting down dressed as Tensai. No, no, he's sitting down reading a a Japanese anime called Tensai. And then the Brooklyn Brawler sitting across from him reading the newspaper. Yes. And there's also a um, a dancing hippopotamus on the train. Sure. Wait, why? Oh, hip-hop, hip-hop hippo. Hip-hop hippo. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh. I should have okay. I remembered that. But it's okay. That's all. It's okay. It's okay, weird voice. Sork. Sork. <laughs> yes, I'm not the same person who knows all these things. It's the upside down sword. Is I am I the upside down sword? You're definitely. Oh my god! You're that. the upside down sword. Oh jeez. The Demosorgon. Demosorgon. <laughs> yeah. How many Stranger Things references were on all the shows this week? A lot. <laughs> you can tell everybody watched Stranger Things on the planes and stuff traveling. Uh, but anyways, well, th- that's gonna be cool. I, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with that. I hope they just kind of start the show in the Manhattan Center in the same fashion that they used well, to start the show. You know what? They they need to have like the old logo with mm-hmm. the big letters. They need to start with the siren. They need to have raw girls. Oh, no. I don't think we're going to do no, raw girls. No, no. Sword, they, they need raw to have girls? raw girls. They need to have raw girls. I don't remember raw girls. Yes. No, just, just for the simple nostalgia. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Make it equality. Have raw guys. Just, I'm serious. It's just Have Tyler, all guys. It's just Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Wait, so I'm okay with that. So I'm they, honestly okay with that. Are they going to resurrect just the, WCW just, to have the Monday Night Wars again? 11. Or it's the Ascension. No. It's the Ascension holding up signs and say, I like it raw. Just go to this bizarro mm. world where like WCW does come back and we just have a Nitro in another location. And... But we also need to have uh, someone being locked out of the building, um, a la Bobby Heenan. 
I don't know who that would be. Maybe Paul Heyman. Probably Byron Saxon. No, no, no. It should be Paul Heyman because he's like, I ran the Manhattan Center. Like, we know. We know, Mr. Heyman. We heard. We heard. You've done stuff. Yay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a different part of the Manhattan Center. No, he didn't do Manhattan Center. No, he did the Manhattan Center. Absolutely, he did. I always think about Hammerstein, but. That's the same thing. Well, it's a different part of it, though. It. The hammers, there's a ballroom in right. the Manhattan Center. It's called the Hammerstein Ballroom. Right, right. And that's where. But yeah, we it's, know. All, it's all in the same building. All right. Uh, uh, lastly, I want to get a story in here for Riz. Yes. You, Riz. Did you, did you hear? Did you hear Triple H? Somebody asked Triple H. <laughs> Somebody apparently had asked Triple H. News, yes, I did. On, on News 18 somewhere, and they're talking about Jinder Mahal's weighing and everything. And and they asked they asked if uh, Ray Kali uh, would ever return yet again, and his quote. I, mean, I want to put this on. What, what did he say, Thor? He said, "What did what did he say?" He said, "Since I sound like different persons, just remember that. Just just pretend he'll, he's he he'll let him go. Uh, Ray Kali is a legend in the industry. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, is a legendary ministry, and he is welcome to the WWE, and we look forward to his appearances by him in the future, if that is something he wants to do. He's going right, in the Hall so of Fame. I have a question um, yeah. for Riz. Riz um, yes, yes. How much money did you pay Triple H to answer that question like that? Mm. Riz, Riz, how much money did it take you to impersonate Triple H on this News 19? You know, do you have laryngitis too? And when you have laryngitis, you sound like yeah. Triple H. Yeah, <clears throat> he also grows a foot. Like, like when Riz's laryngitis yeah. is like, well, you know, the great Kali's a legend. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I did. Like, okay. it was a phone interview. They didn't, they didn't know who I was. They probably didn't even hear. They never heard of Triple H. No, nope, no. Nope. Here's just, Here's a picture with him. I was him. Here's a picture of him on this article. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nope. Photoshop. Photo. Just like like I've been saying year after year after year, Great Collie's going in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Are you inducting? There is going to to be an induction speech by the Great Collie. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine that. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Wait, who, who? Let's play this game, man. I know we'll play it several times here, but who inducts the Great Kali? Oh, jeez. I think it has. I think it has to be Ginger. <laughs> yeah, that you call him Ginger too. Ginger. Um, Sorg in in the chat room. Brandon saying Mike is actually going to the show. We'll probably will stay. It's an hour and fifteen minutes watchable. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? For a 25th anniversary, I think that's going to be a really good Raw. Mm, definitely. It fucking, it fucking better be. There's we'll rumors that, that they're bringing uh, Undertaker back. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, but see, uh, the fact that it's going to be two shows, I don't know if he's going to be in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Yeah, which one would he be at? He's probably going to be at the Manhattan Center. Mm-hmm. Well, because you know, um, uh, all right, this is trivia for you guys. Who had the first match on Raw and who had the first main event on Raw? Sean Michaels. Is it Sean and Owen? Sean had the first match on Raw. Oh, okay. And I don't remember who Sean faced. I think it was even the jobber. Okay. It might yeah. be the jobber. Um, but Taker may have had the first Raw. Let's take her heart. Again, no. I want to say Damien Demento. Oh, wow. Oh. 
Oh, wow. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think there, it was Taker versus There's Damian a Halloween character. It's amazing. Um, wow. Well, on that note, guys, hey, uh, hey, hey, Mike, do you want to talk about uh, Slice on Broadway for me, please? I don't know, Sorg. You, ha- you have the announcer voice now. No, because it's starting to hurt a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, as as a uh, duly deputized mayor of Pizza Sheriff of Pizza Town, um, I can hereby say Slice on Broadway is one of the best slices of pizza that I've ever put in my mouth. And I'm from New York, so you can take it from me. And Slice on Broadway provides you with the perfect pepperoni pizza for your podcasting partners in Pittsburgh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Didn't you even mi- pop a pee. You, mi- you mixed it up a little bit. Ow. I did. Yeah. I did. However, I don't have the addresses, so you're going to have to say Oh, no. You could go get go check uh, them out. A, there's, oh, go ahead. Was it Carnegie PA? Yes. Oh, it's uh, Carnegie. Carnegie bro, PA. That's no, why. No, no. Whatever. No. Carnegie. No. Yeah. Carnegie. Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Hey, you get the Carnegie? Pizza, uh, pizza, pizza. Carnegie. There's Carnegie. There's. um. Ah, oh, you said it. On Broadway. Uh, there's also the one in P- at PNC Park coming to Pittsburgh Pirates, where you can have your pepperoni pizza in Pittsburgh. Uh, and also, the newly opened East Livery location, which I have decided to go there at least once a week. And annoy Fantastic. people. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm you trying kick to... the door in? By the way, I'm trying to find the picture, but... Uh, uh, Dave Podner apparently uh, was going on Halloween as a uh, as a a uh, patron of Slice on Broadway that kicks the door down. Uh, <laughs> and it was him kicking his own door down on his porch, holding a Slice on Broadway box. It was fantastic. Keep it up, but please, once again, do not actually kick down the doors of Slice kick on Broadway. Kick the door down. No, no, no. Please don't kick do that. No, 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 no. They have to pay for it. I'm, I'm sure they have insurance, but I don't want them to have higher insurance because of our our, our fans. But uh, please go patronize them. Tell them Sorg sent you. No, no, tell them they have sent them. you. Go no, pa- <laughs> as in a patron, oh. a patron, patronize as in patronize <laughs> gotcha. a business, not patronize the host of the show, like like my, Mad Mike is doing right now. <laughs> it's just no, Larry Mysterio. Um, Booyaka, booyaka. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> All right. So, uh, seriously, kick down the door. Dude. No, check them out. SliceUpBroadway.com. Don't kick the door down. PGH underscore slice on the Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to go get some lemon tea and we'll be back with the, with the big question. <laughs> sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I am. Cowboy Mad Mike, aka Woody. Um, we, we we have come back, and it is time for the big question. And I'm taking the lead because Sorg is currently guzzling lemon tea. Oh, um, yes, yes. Uh, so as as I'm not sure if you guys could tell, it's Halloween. What? Um, it, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah. So our big question this week is. If you could dress up as any wrestler, which wrestler would you dress up as for Halloween? Ah, so who, who's got one so far? I'm still trying to think of who I'd pick. Do you want to share the one from the chat room? We should share the one from the chat room. It'll, um, it'll definitely set a tone. <laughs> Wheels in the chat room immediately, um, I don't, don't want to say jumped on this question, but he immediately got to this question 
and said he would dress up as draws. The good old wheels. Oh, wheels. Oh, wheels. I just I just hope you have your tattoo kit with you. That's all I'm saying. I, I want to see wheels in that weird mohawk thing he was wearing. I want to see wheels wearing the LOD shoulder pads. I mean, that... you know, honestly, Sorg. I'm going to throw this out there just because we we watched it walk down the street in front of the studio. Oh, that was the best. They had a little kids parade come through. And it was so adorable because the kids' parents were around them and they were holding like ring posts with a wrestling ring essentially walking down the street. And the kids were dressed as John Cena and Bailey in the middle of the ring walking down the street. Oh, my God. It was the cutest thing ever. Was that the kid that yelled, you can't see me? Yes. Yes, oh, yes, yes, God. yes, yes. I, it's like at the end of the parade. I did a Facebook live. I'll, I'll try to share it to the, the, the group. But it's on my personal page. And it's like right at it's like the last yes, couple it's, of kids that last, came by. It's the end of it. It was it was the cutest thing ever. We were like, yes, little wrestling fans. It's adorable. I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. But the fact that they built like a ring like that. just yeah. like, and, the, and the parents just carried it around them. Yep. That was, the, that was the coolest part. That was so good. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. That's absolutely amazing. Um, what about you, Larry Mysterio? I'm going to go with Captain Lou Albano. You would go as Captain Lou. Nice. Yeah, for, for, for no reason. The rubber. Particular. Just, I mean, just the hat and the gallon of fruit punch and vodka and a cigar. Does that mean that we get to put rubber bands in your beard? Sure. Why not? Sweet. Oh, man. You'd make a good Lou Albano. I think so. But you're your, like stomach hanging out and stuff. Yeah. Like, because he, he, he was. Mutilator Larry Albano. He was not good about having shirts no. that fit. Nope. If I recall. So. Nope. I think he took the Foley route where he only had one set of clothes through his entire career. Mm, yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, you also need like to have a, a boombox playing Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> or, or the theme from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Well, that's, the cro- that's kind of the crossover. Like You can just kind of transition into that later, right? Jeez. That's fair. So, you don't even need a good Mario costume for that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean. so What about you, Matt? Probably naked Midian. Naked Midian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're just gonna walk around with a fanny pack and bad tattoos. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I got the bad tattoos. Okay. All right. Pack right the- <laughs> I don't want to call them bad tattoos, but I'll do all it. right. They're all right. Mine. He's just like I'm halfway there. He's yeah, gonna <laughs> cut a hole in a fanny pack and oh geez, trick or treat some people. Trick. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I don't know. I'm really feeling the Zenzo thing right now. I need to work on the dance like Chad's doing. But uh <laughs> um I I know most people expect me to probably say Kevin Owens because as we all know I am the American Kevin Owens. There is a fan that did that did a dress up. He does a great Wyatt Paul. Okay. Uh Paul, it's, I think he's in our group. Uh I've seen his Wyatt in person and he does a Kevin Owens and somebody had let him do like an entrance. I don't know if it was like at an indie promotion or something. They let him do the entrance. Or something. <laughs> so that's awesome. He if, does pretty okay. If I had to pick one for you right now, I would say uh, Bob Orton. Cowboy. No, Cowboy I'm not Bob. putting my arm in a cast. Mm. Not doing that. Cowboy. But, um, Cowboy Bret Hart. Uh, Cowboy the, Bret non, Hart. the non. <laughs> no, I will never dress as Bret Hart. Bill Watts. Bret Hart can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I poked a bear. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> always Jeez. an Owen guy. Always a Shawn Michaels guy. Fair enough. Oh, jeez. But um, if I if I had to pick some a little bit more new school, Marty the Moth. <laughs> okay, Marty the good, Moth. Good. All right. 
That's who I would dress as. I get to carry around a little lunch, a little lunchbox. I get to not know how wings work properly. And ladies love it. <laughs> Case closed. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. All right. Have, have we gotten everybody in studio? I guess I didn't really. Because the chat room is on Lucy, fire. Who would you yeah. dress I, as? I lo- I, honestly, I'd love to do a Pentagon Jr. That'd be a good. Get one. That'd be I fun. Think that, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Well, yeah. Alex Miller would join you in your your Pentagon oh, Jr. Yeah? because he will dress as Johnny Mundo. Oh yeah, go to slice on Broadway. Okay. Do the posse and say, "I will take that pizza to slam down." Didn't I wear like a fuzzy? Uh, I wore a white beater and a fuzzy shirt and pretending I was. Uh, I don't know what was he, John Morrison, maybe at the time. Yeah, something it, like that. It didn't work out well. No, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, JD Jones would be a very malnourished Yokozuna. I like that. Oh. Okay. Uh, Tina mm-hmm. Keys is going to go with an easy one. Bray Wyatt. Lady Bray? Lady Bray. That's, that's pretty cool. Or, I mean, it's basically the same thing these days. Sister Abigail. True. Bray oh Wyatt my was, God. Tina is Sister Abigail. Tina is Sister Abigail. We should have known this all along. Listen, don't do drugs, kids, and tell that to Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are you... And stay away from the Jitus. Wait. Are we... Are we... Are we... Like... Does it feel like that we saved Bray Wyatt's career? I think so. By him not doing the Sister Abigail thing in, at the pay per view, you're assuming it's still not happening. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, at least for the moment. I, well, I don't know. Like, He's, he survived the House of Horrors match. Yeah, and I didn't hate the House of Horrors match. It just I couldn't see it. No way. Yeah, but see, the thing is, we may have saved Bray Wyatt's career, but at the same time, we have also ended Finn Balor's. Oh yeah, yeah. Because now he's just getting. Like nerfed by Kane every week, guys. Hmm. Dave Podner has a really fun, interesting one. What's that? Mm-hmm. He would go as Mr. Sacco. Yep. Oh wow. Who's gonna yep. st- Who's gonna stick his hand up his ass? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wants to be Mick Foley? Okay. This is not the time to s- to read the comment from Tina. I did spend some time in the South, <laughs> so she can pull Sorry. off the accent. Sorry, Tina. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunate um, placement. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Minot says he would go as Bobby Roode and standing on a spinning wheel. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm All right. So, Sorg, I think when I go at WrestleMania, I'm going to bring a Roomba. I'm going to stand. I'm going to pose as Bobby Roode and just maneuver myself on Bourbon Street on a Roomba with my arms out singing glorious. Can you ride a Roomba? Are the Roombas tough enough to, like, carry a person? Sure. Wait, Why sure. not? I'll reinforce it. Larry, yes, you could make that Roomba reinforced, couldn't you? Sure. See, work on we're that. good. Let's work I on can that. Reinforce anything. Yeah. See, we're good. There you go. Jeez. Just say not saved, just delayed from the crash. Those days. If, if, if I've seen, if I can see someone riding a flying Nimbus at Comic Con, we can definitely do a, oh, yeah. a rotating glorious platform for about your. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Alex Miller in the chat room says he wants to dress as Sammy Callahan. No, you really don't, Alex. You really don't. <laughs> you really just, don't. just gonna, no. Uh, M- Missy, who would yours be? Did you say one? I did not say one, primarily because I don't know. Hmm. Like, okay. Really, all right. Has I'm anyone kidding. here I, ever? I know. I know. I would go as like '90s Sting. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yes, Surfer Sting. I love it. Yes. By the way, I gotta give uh, it's, gotta spike in, the hair. it's in our group. I gotta give shouts to our a friend of the show, Magnum CK, who went as the ultimate lawyer. He did. I saw the yes. pictures. Pretty <laughs> amazing. Yes. What? Uh, well, here's another question. What wrestlers have you gone as in the past? 
uh, Batman. No, that's not, I dress. I wait, dress as John Cena. Wait, wrestler. that is a that is a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, in Pittsburgh, technically. Yeah, that, that's Batman with two T's. That's right. <laughs> I dressed yeah. as John Cena one year on a on a year where I really didn't feel like doing anything. <laughs> no, I I, lit- I I went to Home Depot. I got um a, a master lock and a link of chain, and then just wore a basketball jersey. And I'm like, yep, I'm John Cena. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you were. Uh... What was his name? Masters or something like that that had the master lock. The master lock. Chris Masters. Yes. I oh, no, no. I, I'd have to work out a Russo lot once. harder to be Chris Masters. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I, I was Undertaker one year, like back in the day, like when we had with the, with the long hair. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I probably didn't have long hair at the time. Um, but we would get gray trash bags and, and, you know, put them around my legs. And that was like the big boots that he had at the time. Nice. So, and I can't remember what we made the rest of it out of, but, uh, it was a pretty sweet homemade costume. I was Jeff Hardy one year. Oh yeah. If Jeff Hardy looked like Lord Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And I know I bring this up every Halloween, but my sister, uh, once dressed as Luna Vachon. Nice. For Halloween. That'd be, that'd be a fun one. It was awesome. They, uh, if I remember, we grabbed a long blonde wig, and my mom shaved off half of it and drew the spider veins on it. Nice. It was it was a really really awesome costume. Yeah. I gotta see if, if I can find the picture. I'll post it up in the mayhem uh, page again. Um, uh, our go, chat room is our chat room is chiming in here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Miller dressed as John Moxley from CZW. Uh, Tina Keys went as Road Warrior Hawk when she was five. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, J.D. Jones, not too long ago, he was JTG of Crime Time. Wasn't a good night. No, no, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. J.D., you can't just say that you dress as JTG if you didn't, if you just didn't answer your phone all night. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. Here's... Jokes. This, this, one, <laughs> this one has a follow-up question. Aaron went as Rey Mysterio. How did he do a 619 oh. from his wheelchair? Well, no, it was Rey Mysterio when he had surgery five times in his left knee. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, that got a little awkward. Um, yeah. I ain't a, uh, Mike, I, I know we talk about Drew Gulak as a, a pretty amazing thing with his slideshow lately, right? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Did you, uh, did you see the video that was posted on the group of Drew Gulak uh, as Sasha Banks? Wait. That was wait. him? Hold Wait. What? Where, where, where is this magic? It's the streamable app uh, uh, link that somebody... I don't know what they're doing. They're doing some kind of costume contest. I do believe that is Drew Gulak as Sasha Banks. Drew Gulak. Uh, oh, Full-on Sasha Banks. Uh, here, I'll, I'll hold this up for you on your camera, too, you, so you can see was, some of that. That was Drew Gulak? Well, is that the streamable thing? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch... Oh, my... <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Tina says it was the live costume contest today. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet, sassy molassy. Meanwhile, that is Sasha Banks as... As the giant baby. Uh, no, no, as Seamus. Or, I'm sorry, as Cesaro. And there's a there's a Seamus like, on a crotch doing the pose. Oh. So, yeah, and then this happened. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, he might be using some of her ring gear. He is, He absolutely is using her ring gear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's um, happening right there. 
By the way, I love that a video looks actually kind of okay when I just hold my phone up to this camera right now. So, um, oh. so, so, get that stuck in your head, Mike. Um, <laughs> you know, earlier this week I said Drew Gulak was one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. Um, that opinion has not only not changed, but actually just improved. Because as someone who has dressed as a woman for Halloween, that takes balls. Thank you. Thank you, Missy. Thank you. I'll be there here all go. week trying there to be you go. There you go. Um, hey, Dave, Dave posted this. Says, so this is how we make 205 better. Which PowerPoint slide is it on? Is this on? So um, That's actually on the 69th one, I believe. I believe so. Hey, if we ever, if they stop interrupting him, we'll find out for sure, right? So, uh, yeah. Uh, on that point, because I have no voice left. Guys, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, shit. I made some. I learned that some say Drew Gulak started the women's revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Larry? Um, I learned um, Keith Slater's got a mean streak uh, with a kendo stick. Well, yeah, he was got he, he, he was lighting them up with that kendo stick. They were on a they were in a lot of frustration out of there in that match last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also missed. I'm so sad because I came. I, something happened. I had to reset the stream, and they were like already Chad too bad and Tex Ferguson in the match. I get didn't get to see the entrances yet. So that's or I didn't realize that Rhino was Mrs. Claus. Oh yeah, they were Mister and Mrs. Claus. Oh boy. They got kids, or at least they got elves, right? Oh, God. So. <laughs> they got elves. They need Sorry. that job. That's right. I learned that Halloween is a magical time for just about everything. Uh, they have characters, and they have really fun characters in wrestling when it happens to fall on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What about you, Matt? Uh, I learned by watching SmackDown in particular tonight, it was more of a reminder that uh, pay-per-views don't matter anymore. (laughs) When you end a SmackDown with Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura, every show's a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I I say pay-per-views are are Saturday night's main event, right? Yep. At this point. At this point, they are. So, um... I learned that uh, despite, you know, our complaints about Jerry Lawler and announcing her on his uh, kickoff shows and things like that, Jerry Lawler is still pretty cool. Um, got to got to shoot him uh, at the uh, high stakes show mm-hmm. with IWC this past week. Right. Uh, awesome thing they did with Jackson Argos. It should be up soon if it's not already the at least the birthday party segment. There's plenty of pictures out there right now. Right. Uh, with them, and uh, it's always uh, uh, pretty. This is probably about the third time I've got to shoot a match with Jerry Lawler, and uh, it's always it's always a treat. Uh, he's always really awesome with the fans. I was talking with a a lot of the fans about um, their experiences going to get um, uh, uh, autographs and pictures with him and everything like that. And he's just one of those guys that just always super super cool to everybody. So. Um, also great things about Jim Ross, who was in town last week too, for a book signing. Mm-hmm. Um, so sadly, not only about like, I guess a hundred people were there. So 
but uh, but uh, I, who knows who who promoted it too? I'll say so. who. I must not have been well advertised. I didn't hear about it. it. I, I think it was. All I didn't even see it on his Twitter or anything. He was. I know he was on Mark Madden's show earlier that right, day. Right, right. Okay. That was about it. Wow. Yeah, but it wasn't like a WWE promoted thing or anything. No, like no, that, that was so. it was like all independent. I think that's that's one of the big things there. So, but but always cool to see uh, those, those kinds of things and how how cool they are uh, for those things. And and again, like I I love hearing. After a Jerry Lawler batch, everybody's always surprised that he does that much. Right. Right. Like, I, I feel like he did more in the match this weekend than the ones I've seen with him before the heart attack, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, really cool to see, see that. And he's still, you know, a great professional out there and everything, too. Mm. So, so that's what I got. So, you know, do you, do you want to know what Dave Podner learned? What did he learn? <laughs> People can live in a garbage truck for weeks. Super True. shredder, man. Super shredder. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> people throw away like Twinkies and pizza all the time. Yeah, plain to eat. True. Yeah. Uh, so. That's why yeah. all those boxes were empty. Yep. Here's here's my question after that segment. What did he smell like? <laughs> no, no, no. The question was, what did he smell like before he went in? It he smelled much like North. He smelled like North Carolina. Yes. But here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. What does North Carolina smell like? I want to know who drove that garbage truck from the site of TLC, which was, I believe, in Minneapolis, to Raw last night, which definitely was not in Minneapolis. No, no, no. First of all, Rikishi. Yeah, it was Rikishi. He did it for The Rock. I did it (laughs) for The Rock. And also, who painted it a different color? Yeah, no kidding. Wow, it's it's like it's like they dumped him from one truck into another. No, it, it's, it's it's I I think the idea was he was dumped out of a out of the truck into like a s- recycling center or or the dump or something, and then it was loaded back into a truck. Well, here's like I, I feel like now you're just here's my question Toy Story there. Three. When have you ever seen a dump truck or a garbage truck yeah. cross state lines? I like don't follow garbage trucks that closely. they don't cross state lines because okay. usually it's a like don't, don't centralized area. My, don't throw your trash in my backyard. It's not. It's not that. It's just like you have your general areas that do garbage. So, like the city of Pittsburgh, we have our own trash people. Uh, and the litter getter. Oh dear God! <laughs> what? Wait! Wait! What? So, we got the litter getter. We do have the litter getter. We got the litter getter. What? <laughs> wait! Hold on. You can't just you, bla- you can't just blast past us. The fuck is a litter getter? Uh, you're it, as confused about gets, this as Missy was about North Carolina. It gets the litter. Uh, I just oh wow! All right, we're we're moving on from this. Yes. JD Jones also learned that Rey Mysterio won't come back to WWE until Sinkar gives him back his eye contacts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anybody else freaked out by you being able to see Sinkar's eyes lately? Yes. It's I'm not, more freaked out listening to him talk. Not going to yeah. do anything. Listening but... to him try to talk. I had a dream that he got unmasked on, on SmackDown and then went back good, to Mexico. You dream some of the weirdest things. It's like. been real weird lately. Is this medication? Is wishful thinking? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Do something with him. I mean, Sinkar's like. Doing a lot right now. Yeah. No, it, like, if you if you demass Sinkara, he could not be called Sinkara anymore. Would he just be Kara? Yeah, he would just be Kara. Because <laughs> Sinkara means with no face. Yeah. So and he would just mask them with face. He would just what? be face. Oh, we, we, don't, we don't know what's like under there. Or Kara. Give people like one names. Face. 
Yeah. So Kona I mean, Kara, yes. With face. Or Unkara, one face. <laughs> okay. Is there more? Uh, from we, the chat? we also uh, Bobby. Bobby said that Michael. Michael Cole. Uh, you learned that Michael Cole saw. Ghost. Wait, where? That's that's what Bobby learned. Right. Bobby learned that Michael Cole saw a ghost. Was that the sound he made when Heidenreich raped him? <laughs> uh, I no, I believe the sound he made was just him pissing down his own leg. Was that? Because that's what you do. Also, right. Brandon Brandon learned that you uh, that you don't be late to work and you can't leave early or else you'll have consequences. And that's fairly true, that's unless true. of course you're a John Cena. Are we going from what we learned in wrestling to life at this point? <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is... If you can want. Yeah. Okay. Wrestling is um... life. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. On that one. Oh, this is where I close the show. Yes, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. Thank, you, Matt. You, Thank you, Matt Connor, for joining us here tonight. Of course. Kind of a weird night here, but I mean, no, you know, not less, more weird than normal, oh. but. Yeah, it's almost midnight. I'll go home and get back in my cloak. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Just in time, back right? Back to normal. Where can people find you online? Uh, at Reaper Matt C. Uh, basically, anywhere you can type in at, it's Reaper Matt C on most things. And uh, yeah, uh, November 11th, Rise, Elite Eight. Check it out. Be there at Connellsville. Good stuff down, got going on down there. Oh, yeah. uh, you still doing the podcast? Um, yeah, uh, life got in the way for a little bit that I had got distracted, but I am going to gear up. I've got one in the tank that I need to edit and put up, but yeah, I should be back on the wagon soon. Playing episodes, Wrestling With Death on your iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Yep, there's still plenty up there, so you can go catch up while I'm playing catch up. Awesome, and of course, we have a great interview with Matt uh, on Indie Mayhem Show from a couple of months ago, actually, mm-hmm. uh, that I heard great feedback from so please go check that out if you want to learn about, more about him and please and, come back tomorrow for marcus man uh, yes i'm so excited to listen to you and marcus <laughs> so excited. it'll be interesting because we're gonna have marcus and then we're gonna have justin idol right after too right so it's gonna be a fun night hopefully i have a voice by then but thankfully the interviews will just let him marcus will talk for I, don't, I don't even have you to. don't gotta worry yeah, about i'll it. just hold up a sign with the questions be yeah like, hey. like, oh yeah that uh <laughs> <laughs> Is that his, your impression of him? Yeah. Uh, fucking pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, Larry, <laughs> Larry Mysterio has no social media, really. He has people for that. I have people for you that. You have people for that, of course. Comes with the mask. Comes with the mask. <laughs> MadMike4883 on the Twitter. Absolutely. You can also find me at Al's Toy Barn. <laughs> Al's Toy Barn. <laughs> and also follow my weekly YouTube show, Woody's Roundup. Wow. And check out everything at SorgatronMedia.com and all the other great shows at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and our friends, our partners at IndieWrestling.us. A lot of great shows going up, including High Stakes 2. She'll be coming up uh, probably by the end of the week here on uh, digital download. Uh, as well as a bunch of other great, great stuff that I should sound way more excited about, but I can't positively physically do that right now. But uh, thank you, everybody, in the chat room. I've been listening to my weird voice all night. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem Show out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.